We are the city's foundation when it comes to this sport. The undisputed champs, and we refuse to have our reign cut short. The crest on our chest we wear with pride. Five-star generals, ain't no new recruits on this side. But we know the postseason ain't all about what we've accomplished before. We're ready to get put to the test to prove we the best as we continue our quest for more. More wins, more haters. From old rivals to new neighbors. All that talk is just fuel for the fire that inspires us to be greater. Greatest of all time, it's facts. Just check the stats. 18 times to the playoffs and this year we fought our way back. Led by a lion and a legacy of legends. We lead the league in trophies, the best ever, no question. But we ain't done. We got too much talent, hungry and young. Here since 96, but our journey to championship number six has just begun. So where y'all at? We the type of fans that never fold. Galaxians, Riot Squad, ACB. We give our all for the white, the blue and gold. Who can stop us? There's nobody that can stand in our way. We are the galaxy. This is our time. This is our city. We are LA. Let's go. is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and we are here live on a beautiful Wednesday night in Gardena, California. First off, I want to say amazing job by the LA Galaxy and MERS with that hype-up video. Just in time. It got me pumped. Just in time for the Super Heroes game. And that, of course, amazing voice you're hearing is the one, the only, my best friend oh. in the world, <laughs> Chris. We don't watch that anymore. Zero Cool show. No, no more WWE. WWF is done. Well, we're, well, WWE. Whatever. Speaking of AEW, best friends, right? AEW, AEW. We'll come out holding hands and. Yeah, do anymore. It's 2019. Everybody, whatever you want to do, but don't we'll just look at each other, just give each other like a just giant hug. A bear hug where we stare each other in the eyes. Um, I'm all right, man. How are you doing? I know we're we're both still suffering from these coughs, so. I've been sick for like so you did a year and a half. Be, bear with us. What would you say, Ben? You did give nades. More like the what is it? Mono. We made out a little bit. I just I have a cold. I don't know what the fuck you two have. Yeah, sure. Just a cold. Yeah. Talk, it's all right. It's I'm nothing wrong with it. We were pl- me and me and Chris were playing tongue twister. It's fine, guys. It's <laughs> no no judgments because it's 2019. I haven't been sick forever. It's I just needed to end. I needed it all to be over. You used to get sick all the time. You you have like a really bad immune system. Well, I was just, I was not taking care of myself back then. And I don't really take care of myself now, but Erica takes really good care of me. Um, but this school semester is just like, I just keep working until I, I fall asleep. That's pretty much my life. Just work until you die. Sorry, he's coughing. 
Yes. Oh, I, I'm going to hit my mute button a whole lot because uh, I got to cough a lot. Yeah. So if you hear like these uh, weird like pregnant pauses, like that's that's the reason why is either I, I'm coughing or Christopher is coughing. Yeah. I promise. I'll if if I come back next week, I'll be I should be healthy by then. I think that well, seems right. I've had this cough for like three months. I don't know, man. Well, one of my classes is over now. My geography class is done. So I'm hoping I have um, some more time to sleep, which I imagine will kind of bring my bring my health back. This is no guarantee. That's what they say, right? Liquids and, and, and sleep, rest. Yeah, sleep, rest, and, and, and weed, man. Fucking, that's all you need. And rewatching The Big Lebowski over and over again. Yeah. That's all I need. Help me get healthy. Oh, man, I'm, you're watching like that Explain show, right? I've heard a lot of people watching that. Yeah, Explain. There's a there's an episode on, on weed in Explained, and it's uh, very insightful, and it's kind of helped me... Uh, it's kind of helped me explore more into the educational side of marijuana. Like, I get to learn about it a little bit. There's Isn't there, like, a, a explained about, like, the brain? I don't know. I haven't seen that one yet. I watched one on um, uh, extraterrestrial life forms and cults. And I, I dig that I shit, man. It. So, Tuck, did you learn anything in the in the explained about weed? That's my question. I mean, like, I, I kind of figured that it'd be interesting to you. Yeah. Oh, it's fascinating. I don't think you learn anything. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is when Chris came in here, he was like, I know this is hard to believe, mm-hmm. but I'm getting, I'm really getting into weed, guys. I'm, I'm getting like, into it. And me and Ben just look at each other like, what, what bizarre world did we like walk into? Yeah, well, I, what is getting into? Like, but not like ingesting. I mean, I'm, I'm into ingesting marijuana. That would be, that's always great. Um, but like, I'm getting into, to learning more about, you know, the, um, the growing side and the history of it and, and kind of its history and our culture and, um, you know, important moments in history and shit like that. Like, I'm, I'm, that's what kind of what I'm getting into. So then important moments in history and in, in weed history. Yeah. I, go ahead. Oh, I haven't like, I haven't learned anything about it yet. Like I'm still, I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm progressing. Like progressing who, who, rolled, I don't really have time. who rolled the first joint? Jesus, man. <laughs> That's the most stones laugh I've ever had. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, whoever fucking, whoever found it first. Who was the dude in the Bible that like set a bush on fire and started talking to God? Moses? That guy. I mean, it, was, it wasn't, it was joint free. He just, he had a lot and he just he, lit he it just, all on fire. That thing where you like waft the air into yeah, your face like. God. Hot boxed a mountainside. Oh, this, this bush is talking to me, man. This bush is fucking telling me all the secrets of uh It's telling of me all I, should, time. I should chop my son in half. And... Said, that, that was more than just weed. Yeah. <laughs> that was the cocaine tree. <laughs> <laughs> or its scientific name, Giovanni de Santos. <laughs> it's terrible. We're never going to get that press pass. <laughs> Did we even care at this no, point? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that that, that sailed with um with our with the <laughs> with big our, controversy. With our most recent one? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's all you. That's all you've been. Yeah, I want to. I want to learn more about it. If you know like some interesting, interesting facts about marijuana, you could teach me. Um, zero cool one thirty eight, man. I've fucking learned some shit. Hashtag hashtag weed facts. Weed facts is dead. I do have a hashtag halflings leaf, which is like random thoughts I've had, and it goes back like three years. Random thoughts I've had smoking weed. I'm gonna fuck. It. I'm gonna find one. You keep talking. Oh yeah, we got to. We got to. That give me like a segment. I'm like, what's Chris's random weed thought of the week? Weed thoughts of the week. <laughs> And then you gotta make a, we'll get a uh, theme song like, Weed Thoughts of the Week. Just no, gonna, it would have to be something more mellow, don't you think? Like, you know. I am an indica guy. Like, I've, all things being equal, I'd prefer an indica. Yeah, I'm always looking like, to take it. Like, out. some sort of like mellow, like harpy music. You yeah, know, like, no, not harpy. Like at the beginning of The Simpsons, you know? Like yeah. 
Something like that. It's like we thought. What is this? Hang on. Week. <laughs> oh, wait, he's, he's, he's looking at his phone right now. Well, I just saw. I, I see one where I'm talking to Josh, and I, I just randomly say, I pipe in the soundtrack to Backdraft, the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> Which is definitely a high thought because no one, we thought. no one thinks Backdraft is the greatest yeah. movie of all time. Uh, I don't know. That's obviously Backdraft 2 with John Cena. Okay. This, this one sounds kind of weird, but if you. If you flush the whole thought out, it, it it it's pretty accurate. The ending of a Goofy movie is greater than the ending of the Godfather series. But if you think about it, Godfather ends on Godfather 3, and that movie's not good, and the ending of that movie is not good. The ending of Goofy movie at least makes sense. You get a dance sequence with Tevin Campbell, which is all I've ever wanted. So, speaking of that, kids are really getting into the Goofy movie. It's yeah. like back in... Some of us have been into it for a while. I know these fucking lame ass posers games. thinking the Goofy movie was like something. These kids weren't even born when the Goofy movie was was oh, shit. out. There's the tweet. I found a tweet from when I discovered BTS. Uh-oh. October 29th, 2016. Oh, that should be celebrated as a holiday for you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, fucking, I got time for that. It's coming up, right? It's it should 13 be. days. It should be. Benjamin, how you doing, man? I'm good. I want to hear the BTS tweet, though. <laughs> oh, no, that's it. I'm like, I just discovered a Korean boy band named BTS. But that's the whole point. And that's of, it. That, that, that was that's the whole it. tweet. Yeah, because it was like two in the morning, and I was stoned, and everybody else was asleep, and I was like, "Korean bo- South Korean boy band, fucking BTS, man." How many comments do you get on that? I mean, like, how many replies? None, but it's it's for me. Like, it's not. That's the thing. It's not. It's not really something that I I want commented on. It's more like a, a public journal. So every now and again, I can just like search Halfling's Leaf and look up like, oh shit, that's right. Ghostbusters two doesn't hold up. Or what you know, whatever I was thinking about, and it doesn't. Ghostbusters Two is terrible. They're rebooting it. Um, well, they're not rebooting it. They're making a third one. <laughs> is it going to be like, continuation? I thought it was a reboot. I think it's a continuation of one and two. It's a continuation, but it's like they're going to bring in a new generation of people. So it's like a continuation, but a reboot. Kinda. Or it's more of like a the next phase of Ghostbusters, like Phase Two of Ghostbusters, so, thirty so, years later. So what would be another way of saying that? It's not a reboot. Kind of a reboot. It's not a reboot. It's a f- different phase of the. Right. It's like a second chapter. How's that a reboot? But it's it, that I would be like calling the new Star Wars movie the reboot. Like they're they're a different trilogy. Yeah, you I know what, what I mean. I, I, right? Did I, yeah, I stand right? corrected? You you're, you're dumbass bitch. Wouldn't it wait be, wait? I'm, not, I'm I was wrong. Wouldn't wouldn't it be fucked up if NASA held a press conference tomorrow and was like, "We found a sentient creature roughly four times the size of the sun in a random celestial." Like, what would you do if you turned on the news and NASA was like? We basically found Ego, the living planet, but it's in, you know, the Horseshoe Nebula. And they're like, we know it's out there. It can't get here. It's not never going to be able to travel here. It's never going to interact with you in your lifetime. But, like, there is a live, sentient planet way I, the fuck out there. I get anxiety thinking about space as it is. Yeah. Space is... Really? Yeah. And you don't smoke weed? No. Um, you probably should. It just freaks me Everybody out, the, the vastness of space. And then yeah. I think about it, and then I think how insignificant and tiny we are and then it just makes me kind of uh tucker give him a hug <laughs> no uh, he's right like your your life is meaningless yes and, I'm, take, and now I'm taking an astronomy class yes. and it's like dude, mm-hmm. only furthering my anxiety which well, is great i've taken astronomy before and what's always fucked up is like not only is your life insignificant meaningless you can die very quickly from any number of things that we've like observed over the cor- over you know the universe <clears throat> all these different actions where they're like your planet could just be gone tomorrow, and now and there's nothing you can do about it, and that's it. So it's like, why do you fucking 
you get all worried about shit for? It's why I don't stress about things anymore. It doesn't matter. One of these days, relatively soon, I'll be dead. And school will be over, and work will be over, and everything will be fine. That's why I'm just fucking, everything's good. That's why everything's good all the time. You don't have to worry about it. Happy show. Like and share us, guys. I know. <laughs> Thank you guys. We're all going to be dead soon. <clears throat> yeah, your life is meaningless, man. Like, yes. you're gonna if you're lucky, you're gonna be on the planet what ninety years. For like twenty of them, you're gonna be shitting yourself. Yeah, I would say, is that lucky? 90 for for years, twenty of them, you're on. gonna be shitting yourselves. For the first two of them, you were shitting yourself. Like your life is gonna be bookended by you by somebody having to wipe your ass for you, and you know, the sun is billions of years old. Like how get get over yours. Whatever whatever your problem is, it's no fucking big deal, man. Like just have a good time. Well, that's a, I I think uh, Dan Harmon had like this one saying where he's like. You're insignificant. You're gonna die someday. Mm-hmm. So every day, every minute of your life is a mean, meaningful day and a meaningful minute. Yeah, but th- that's also where you're like, how much time am I gonna waste on stupid shit? Because I've got, I've got this finite amount of time, and then I'm gonna be gone. And like, and once you're gone, people are gonna remember you for like two generations, and then no one will ever give a shit about the fact that you were. Yeah, I, I got the quote: "The knowledge that nothing matters, while accurate, gets you nowhere. The planet is dying. The sun is exploding. Mm-hmm. The universe is cooling." Nothing's nothing's going to matter. The fucker back, the further back you pull, the fucker. The further back you pull, the more that truth will endure. But when you zoom in on Earth, when you zoom into the family, when you zoom in on a human brain and a child and an experience, you see all things that matter. Mm-hmm. So it's like everything matters and doesn't matter. Yeah, my children matter. That's it. Like, I, and they all, and really they matter to me. They don't matter to nobody else. Actually, gives a shit about my kids. I don't think. Like, I assume they're like, oh, I, I hope well things for them. I, but I, you know, I hope good things for them, but really like, you know, they're just my, they're my kids. And that's, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not a big deal. What is, not even as the planet, the planet's dying, the sun's going to explode. Our galaxy is on a crash course with the nearest galaxy to us. So even if go out further than just our solar system, it's fun. still going to get all fucked up. Not true. What, what do you mean? Really? They're spreading apart. They're not coming together. No, 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 all the galaxies are spreading apart, but Andromeda and uh, the Milky Way galaxy are on a collision course with each other. So they're going to smash into each other, and they'll keep spinning out. But, like, eventually they're <laughs> fucking smacking into each other. What? You know you know what does matter, Ben, is Lars News. Boom. <laughs> Lars News. <laughs> this is Lars News. It's not real news. This is the best opening we've ever had. This is just Lars News about stuff and things we want to talk about. Lars News. This is Lars News. Yeah, we got nothing. So the galaxy's it. <laughs> now, uh, so viewing parties will be posted up later, I believe, tomorrow. Yeah, I think they're doing one at the stadium. The galaxy's doing one at the stadium. That they're pushing that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the the viewing parties for the for the set up by the sports groups all over Southern California, Vegas. Uh, there's even like down in San Diego. Um, there's going to be a bunch of people going to Minnesota this weekend, so uh, they might be a little louder than usual because all you know the hardcore people going out there, you know. Anyways, but yes, viewing parties will be posted up on uh, the Angel City Brigade and Lars social medias. Watch out for those. Uh, but if you do want to go to the Galaxy One, is going to be at the Legends Plaza, I believe is what they call it. Legends Plaza. Legends Plaza, yeah. So yeah, go do that. Where the statues at? Yeah. Right out in front. Very nice. So go hang out with your fellow sporters because it might be the last game of the season. Uh, so you might want to enjoy this one until like five months from now when the season starts back up again. But yes, yeah, be positive. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I said possibly. I'm not saying it's definitely happening. Mm. <laughs> it might happen. Seems a bit negative. 
know. A little sc- a sc- a skosh. A skosh. Skosh negative. Skosh negative. Uh, no, I'm not negative, man. I'm I'm actually uh, okay. I'm kind of negative. Fair segue you right into Minnesota United away Sunday five thirty. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Lord's Day. Yes. God's team on the Lord's Day. Ed. Kobe Jones is yet Lord and Savior. No. Whoever, whatever deity you're into, we all we all. I I personally pray all your Alan false Gordon. gods. Yeah. All bow down to Kobe Jones, the one true. The one, the one true God. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, it's Sunday. Uh, Minnesota way. You have 200 traveling fans. I know. Not I, all of them going on Spirit Airlines. I don't know what happened because I heard Minnesota was only giving them like 160 something tickets. But like the Galaxy had, had already kind of taken information for like 200 people. So I wonder, I mean, I'm sure it got worked out. Um, but I just, I wonder what happened with that. I never, um, I never heard anything after that. Um, I have the weather report. You want the weather report? Because it was, shit. it was um, in doubts that it was not. It was going to be kind of shitty weather there, like heavy rains. Um, but Sunday, mostly cloudy, sixty-one degrees high, forty degrees low, ten percent chance of precipita- precipitations, sixty-one uh, percent humidity. Oh jeez. The winds will be coming uh, in the southeast, eleven miles an hour. So it's not that bad. That is your Sunday weather report here well on the Rise Quadcast. Can you do this for every game? No, I really don't want to do that. Oh, it'd be easy. It's okay. A, yeah, it was two minutes. Yeah. It's a nice little Ed segment. <laughs> the weather. That's what people <laughs> want to listen to on the podcast is the weather. The weather brought to you by Ed. The weather brought to you the by The weather Ed. for future days. Yeah. <laughs> the weather does, the, that might change it doesn't in, immediately affect them. That might change in like two days anyways. Um, what are you guys thinking? Are you guys, are you guys feeling positive about this game? Have we have we heard anything about Joe Cronin and, and his boot that he was wearing? I don't know. I haven't seen anything from that. He's not listed in our injury report that I saw. The only one I saw listed for our injury report was uh, um, Kitchen and Alessandrini. So I'm, I'm at least he's not. They haven't notified MLS that he's out officially. I guess they haven't had to yet. Well, I mean, kind of. That's the kind of shitty thing about MLS is they really don't have to do that. Yeah. Like they literally can wait till like the game and be like, yeah, he's injured. He's not playing. Or like the day before. Which I'm fine with. Competitive advantage. They don't want you to know that Perry Kitchen, who's been out for four months, is not going to be here again. It's fine. There's a chance. There's a ch- Hey, guys. There's a chance. Oh, you yeah. need a chance. There's a possibility. So what you're saying is there? A ch- there's a chance. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I'm fucking hopeful. I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. We've never lost to Minnesota. Home or away. Um, a lot of draws in there, but we've never, you know, never actually lost them. Never managed to get it done. Um, and you know we've beaten him. Maybe we'll have Allison Drini back. You know, maybe he's on the bench, and we can see some positivity out of that. But overall, I, th- I don't know. I might just be stoned, but I think it's going to work out. <laughs> yeah, I think he might be a little high. Yeah, I'm pessimistic. Of course you are. You're fucking. You're negative, man. Both but here's of you are negative. Thing. Here's the thing. It's easy to be pessimistic because say the Galaxy do lose, mm-hmm. you're like, see, I told you guys. Yeah, but if they win, you'd be like, "Yeah, see, I didn't see that coming." That's, that's like, hey, cool. They won. Everybody wins. Low yeah. expectations, yeah. man. Yeah, Low expectations. Well, that and the, you can't get hurt, Chris. You can't get hurt. You can't open yourself up like yeah, that. Man. Yeah, man. You've you've been hurt before, Pl- many times. But you got to open yourself up to potentially getting hurt again. That's the only way you find love. It's the only way you make it through. I don't know if I can do it, man. I'm here for you, soul sister. Okay. I need Ed to get his groove back. <laughs> George, with braids and everything. 
and like a large black man behind him. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I can see why people would be down, you know, the loss to Houston, the loss to Vancouver. You can understand why, you know, people would be pessimistic. And I, and I'm seeing a lot of people like just on the social medias and on the, on the tweeters, I'm seeing negativity starting to get ramped up. Like people are getting anxious. I mean, but you can see why though, right? Well, it's been a while and we, we certainly limped to the end of the season. Um, it wasn't a, a big triumphant ending like we all kind of hoped would happen. We didn't get Alessandrini back during the regular season to play some minutes, which I think would make a lot more people feel a lot more comfortable going into the postseason. Um, but we do seem to show up for the, the bigger games. We seem to show up for the ones where attention's going to be played. Yeah, like you Period. had, I mean, I, th- I think it's 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 reasonable to think that, or why, why people are so negative going into this game, you had the back-to-back losses against the two worst teams in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. You had Joe Corona injured in that game, and like all MLS things in Galaxy, you never get any straight answers on on the severity of that injury. You have not the best away record. We're horrible away. <laughs> yeah. Even though it is Minnesota. But I think we still have this mentality with Minnesota that they're this like shit little team. They're they're actually pretty good. They're pretty decent. I can see us I can see us either either getting a a, a big result, like like say Zlatan just pulls his team on his back and is like, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go. Or I could just see it continuing from the the last two games of the season and just getting steamrolled because our defense is fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not as convinced that it has to be it has to be Zlatan by himself. I think Christian Pavone's got what eight, ten goal scoring contributions since he came on. Like, you're seeing some of the people start to click and start to gel. And I, I do agree, like, the conclusion of the season makes it really easy to be pessimistic, if not negative, necessarily. It makes it easy to be pessimistic and to look at it as a glass half full. Um, no matter how well our Zlatan could score three goals, we still might lose the game because our our back line could be good for four goals in any game. They're not necessarily this 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 unit. There's still questions on who people sorry, want. I'm just gonna move I don't know why you don't mute your mic before you move. I did. Um, That's on your mic. Jesus Christ. Um, fucking Ben and his shysty ass fucking operation he has going on here. Got nine mute buttons. No WD-40. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you're, you're still having people call for the rookie to play it right back over the obvious starting right back. Like, it's defensively, there's this these question marks, and these question marks haven't been addressed in any concrete way we don't know whether people gonzalez is going to start you know there's all these 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 questionable calls and you don't really know how it's going to fall and you know like if if the back line plays a good game if they're however possible and i don't really know how that would work at this stage but if somehow they played they played a great game and were able to get a clean sheet away or only give up one goal away we should be able to win that game but you know just as like just as as hopeful as you are that they only give up one goal, they're probably more likely to give up two or three. If they, if this team gives up only one goal, no way in hell we don't come out of there. We should win that game. We should if they can, if they can keep Minnesota to one goal, we should win that game. But do you honestly think they probably will? Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's a chance they will. No. But I don't know. 
my my biggest fear is the fact that every time we get our hopes up, we just get let down. And realistically, Tuck, like you said, I mean, this game is a game that we could, that we should, probably should win. We we probably should win, yeah. So I mean, kind of got my hopes up, but I'm thinking every time we do that, you know, the Colorado games, the game the, we the, should the, win, the, the yeah. New England game, you know, the last two games of the season, the game against every, fucking Vancouver. Yeah. But what what gets your hopes up? What gets my hopes no. up is, is is looking. If you just do look at the matchups, mm-hmm. we should win this game. But I think that's his point of saying that the games we should win, we haven't been able to. Absolutely, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm in a, a weird spot where I can see someone saying, "Look, we're going to win nailed on." I, well, I don't really know how you get to we're nailed on, but I believe we're going to win. I, I think we're going to be able to get over the line. Probably not going to be pretty. Probably not going to be some some three nil drubbing or. or Four nil with, with pretty sexy soccer or any of that, but maybe three two we can get it done or two one you know something dirty. I can see someone assuming we're going to win, and I can see honestly I can see the pessimistic side of Steris Polenta, you know Felcher and Romney or Shelvick or whoever it is, um, and and questionable Bingham like they're going to be good for two, they're going to be good for three. We may not be able to to match that and that's what's going to eliminate us not necessarily that the whole team plays poorly or you know um uh, skilotos tactics don't really work but just defensively we're good for two or three and it's really really hard to overcome i can see both of those arguments easily you know it's, I, I don't know i'm at a struggle for picking who i think is realistically going to win because all the options seem open no you're absolutely right I, i'm kind of the same way as you could see everything so it's hard to pick who's going to win because you exactly what you said, you could see the galaxy go in there and blow this team out, but you could also very easily see Quintero just destroy us. Yeah, and and attacking wise, the galaxy should be able to blow them out. Um, but as you say, we should have been able to blow Vancouver out. We should have been able to blow Houston out. It's it's the totality of the game. It's the complete match from front to back. It's the complete ninety, and and that's not quite what we've been able to put together. Um, but you know having watched us this season, they're capable of it. They're, they're capable of it against better opposition. You saw a complete 90 game against LAFC away, you know, or not away, but at home. You see, you know, there there are these matches that are it's possible. It's just a matter of whether it's something we accomplish. Even Minnesota away earlier this year was tactical adjustments, full 90 match. It was, I think it was 3-1. Like, it's, it's it's there. It's just a matter of whether it's, it's something that can be accomplished. I assume... That backline is going to work on communication for this entire break. You know, I, I assume the 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 dialogue coming out of um, the coaching staff and the leadership is you got above everything else, above goal scoring, above Pavon and Zlatan working out. Like you guys have to get your shit together, and you have to get it together now because if it's not, Romney's gone, Steris is probably gone, Felcher is probably gone. Like Bingham might be gone if. If you guys don't get it together for this one match on Sunday, this may be your last opportunity together because this is this is probably it for at least half of you. I would say definitely. It is definitely the last match. If if they lose, it's the last match that that group plays together. A significant point part of them at least. I would, like you talk. I think it's it's going to be at least six people gone that are that From have the been whole sig- roster? yeah that yeah. have been well not just whole roster but that have made significant contributions. Guys like Pontius, I don't think he's coming back. 
You I know? don't know. You keep someone like him. He's he's yeah, relatively low cost. You like to but domestic. But, yeah, but does um, he want to stay? He seems okay with with being a bench option. Um, he seems like he likes being here. He wants to be here. Um, I mean, especially if you're losing, if you end up losing uh, Uriel, right? You end up losing Uriel uh, for next season, or or end up not bringing <laughs> Fabio back. I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm making strides. <laughs> you're fine. I'm making strides. Uriel's fine. Uri- I think it's fine, but apparently, you know, look. No, I'm, I just like the way you, you looked at it. Like, like, Ed, is that okay? That's cool. <laughs> am I, am I good? He's in the room, this is the I thing. I gave him the Orange Cassidy. Yeah, in the room, he's the closest representation I have. For Spanish speakers, yes. so I'm gonna I'm gonna default to him uh, uh, in the situation. But we might not bring See. we <laughs> we might not bring uh, I'm just gonna call him Antuna. We might not bring Antuna back. We might not bring Fabio back. Antunia. Or you can call him by his proper Antunia. name is Carlos. So is it really? Yeah. But I, I, I really I call Javier Hernandez Javier Hernandez and I get called racist, which doesn't make any sense to me either. But his name is Carlos. Yeah. Udio, my man. That's fine. My man Uriel? Yeah. Um, but it, say we don't bring him back, we don't bring Fabio back. Pontius looks like he's okay being a bench option. And if, if Alessandrini's starting, I'm perfectly good with with, uh, uh, with Pontius coming off the bench for, for uh, Alessandrini. So if it's if it's possible, that's someone you'd want to keep. But I, I do agree with you. There's there's probably five or six guys, minimum, who if we get if we get knocked out against Minnesota aren't coming back. This is their last opportunity to kind of work together and get their shit done. You know, we'll see if they can do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think regardless, you're probably going to have four or five of the guys who've contributed to the team probably not come back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you yeah. think that they're, they may be looking a little ahead of the next opponent and be like, all right, cool. If we just pass this little hurdle. I think Minnesota that, finished above us. So I would certainly yeah. hope they're not. Yeah. I would think the last two games of the season has kind of, Taking that off the table, you can't look past anybody. I mean, you couldn't look past the last two. You can't look two past last Houston teams in the fucking league. You got no business looking past Minnesota. Yeah. I, I, but again, I I hope that's the case. We shouldn't have looked past FC Dallas in 2010, and we still did. You know, they were a dangerous, quick counterattacking team, much like Minnesota is. Yeah, exactly. And this team has shown time and time again that against a counterattack. Well, this is where this is where the tactics will need to be adjusted. This is a game, especially based on how the last few weeks have gone. Felcher's got no business going past the, the I keep saying 50-yard line. He's got no no business going past the midfield. Uh, Stjelvik or Romney has no business going past the midfield. Polinta has no business well, going past I the mean, midfield. I mean, other than, other than having to change the lineup or the tactics, or forced to, basically, has GBS ever shown that he's willing, much like if you're, if you're a U.S. national team fan, much like Berhalter, not very rigid when it comes, or too rigid. Not very say. fluid. Not very fluid yeah. when it comes to changing up tactics when needed to. To to cover up your deficiencies in your defense against the special teams like your Houston's where you have speedy players mm-hmm. and they're going to catch you. Much like Vancouver who have speedy players and they're going to catch you. Well, define much like Minnesota who have speedy players and they're going to catch you on the counter. Define what you mean by tactics. You mean are you talking like as far as formation goes because a couple times GBS has done pretty good as far as pulling players out, putting another player in that could play. Well, when I, when I was talking about tactics is when you know and I mean even a novice will would see that the worst part of this team is the defense. So GBS's tactics of constantly sending out his wingbacks, 
constantly going up the up the wings when they can't get, they can't get back to cover their defensive or yeah. to do what the one thing they're supposed to do is defend. And if they can't do that, I'm not sure GBS believes in defending at all. He I mean, he's like he's just like stout score him. Which which I'm I'm fucking down with. Like that's that's good value for a ticket. If you're trying to win championships, it's probably not going to work out because every now and again, you know, you're not gonna, you're simply not going to outscore them. Um, but yeah, to Ed's point, I think that the issue is adjusting how everyone's lining up and and um, the instructions everyone has in how they're going to carry out their duties. I would like to see Romney and Felcher not leave the center line. They're probably going to. I mean, that's that's. That's just the truth. My thing is, are they really that important in the attack that you need them to constantly be going up? And it's just the out? overload, and it's the attempt to pin back their wing backs and keep basically keep their wingers honest, for lack of a better phrase, so that their 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 wingers and their wing backs have to stay pinned back because they're getting so much pressure wide. You you would be if if your wingers are playing up or they're cutting inside, for example, or your their wing backs are playing up or cutting inside, for example, you're leaving either the the wing, if it's the wing back that's pushing forward, you're leaving the winger or vice versa to cover Christian Pavone and Stjelvic or and Romney rather and Polenta because he likes to go up and Felcher. You're you're forcing everyone else on their team to stay pinned into their own half. Ooh, ran out of air there. Pinned into their own half to deal with the overwhelming numbers, which works. And then Tuna ain't gonna help you out defensively. But it works if you have, uh, you know, Todd Donovan when he first came back. It works if you have Sean Franklin when he was, you know his second year, his third year. We have these fast guys that can get back. That not, works. Not only just fast, but competent. Well, at least knowing when to track back would be helpful. Yeah, smart. That's a, you smart know, is, smart a smart is very defender, important. Because yeah. I feel like, and again, and I that I agree with what you're saying, like that makes sense. Like, um, you don't, you have Pavon who's not going to help out defensively. You have, but Antuna, nor is he supposed to. No, no, no. What I'm saying is you have these wingers who aren't going to help you defensively so when you constantly have your outside backs pushing forward, mm-hmm. you have acres of space. What put, it puts a acres l- of space. It puts a lot on Jonathan and it puts a lot on Corona. And if 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 it's Corona, and in this case it might be legit, um, it's asking a lot of them defensively. It's asking them to cover a lot of ground, as you say. There's a lot of open space, um, but it's also limiting their ability to go forward and contributing the attack. If I'm if I'm looking at a cross, if I'm looking at a smart pass. I'm expecting it out of Corona, Legit, or Jonathan, not necessarily expecting it out of Dave Romney or or Felcher, especially playing a team that's going to that that plays uh, you know the core of their game is the counterattack. I'd rather let Corona and Jonathan and Legit. I'd rather let them go play, and I'd rather say, look, Felcher, this is where you're going to be. Romney, this is where you're going to be. This is where I need to keep you. If anybody's going forward, it's going to be Polenta. He's shown he can track back. He's shown at least the spatial awareness of kind of where everyone is around him. He gets caught out sometimes, just like everybody does. No defender is perfect. Uh, certainly no MLS defender is perfect. But if I'm going to trust any of those guys to push forward and get involved in the attack, it's probably Polenta, especially knowing how Minnesota is more than likely going to attack. Uh, it, it's, it's, I mean, we've seen Polenta do like some little like... He gets, you know, he gets into it. He gets he gets a little like, FIFA moves, man. But, you know, it's... it's... <sighs> Excuse me. Sorry, apologies. Um, what is one of the things that, that I, I, I do find interesting in the whole lot, if they still play the same way, if they still play with the, the you know, pressing wing backs and trying to get up and cross. They are, though. But if they do, they shouldn't. But if they do, 
you it tells you a lot about next season. It tells you a whole lot about next season. Those two guys are probably gone because they they don't effectively do that if, if if it doesn't work. Those two guys are probably gone because they don't really effectively do that job. They don't they they're not balancing the defense and the offensive side. Felcher's not a great crosser. Romney's not exactly the greatest crosser in the world for what you're asking of them to do. He's not terrible. He's still a nice backup option. He, he covers a lot of space on the on the back line. He can play left back. He he can, you know, he can get involved, and he does seem to have some camaraderie with the team. But he's not giving you necessarily what you would need and what you seem to be depending on that side for. Um, and we are going to dedicate to the system. We're dedicating to a four two three one or a you know four three two one. We're dedicating to this overall system with overlapping wingbacks, and that's just the way it's going to be. So if, if people can't do the defensive job, we're going to have to move him on. If, um, if, if, if Romney isn't capable of at least keeping up, he might be, he might be used as a, as a make weight and maybe in a trade. But if we go in, if we go away to Minnesota, given how we concluded the season and play the exact same way, that tells you everything you need to know for next year. We are very much sticking to this and that's, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. And I think our game plan of, of, you know, going out to the wings and, and, and trying to get his lots on, it's going to be a lot more difficult against Icobara, who honestly is probably the best center back in the league. Arguably, I would say, at least. I don't know. I I, I, I take I take Zlatty against any center back in the league. Like, if, when he's when he's on, and this, le- this legitimately could be his last game for the Galaxy, so it's a safe bet. Uh, he's going to be up for it. Because whether he's coming back or not, like, this isn't how you want to go out two years in a row. First year, not making the playoffs at all. Second year, making the playoffs. Oh, you got eliminated by, you know, basically a new team. I, I can't imagine that's how he's going to go out. You might see some fireworks between Zlatan and, uh, and Ikopara. Oh, yeah. It's gonna, that's it's a, that's going to be a tasty, tasty battle then. That could be nice, yeah. Let me into it. You're turning me, Tucker. To what? I'm thinking we could see, do it. I'm thought, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting. See, this is what you do every fucking week too. You'll get me all excited to hold the galaxy can win. They could do this. They could fucking win. And could. Then, then what's gonna happen? They're gonna shit the bed. Well, look, and I'm gonna be all depressed. And I'll be like, Ed, I should have listened to you and just gone with the. I can give it to you. I can give it to you. Really simple. It would be really, really easy. I can see an easy path, and I'll use the word easy. I could see an easy path to the Western Conference Final. Yeah, easy path. Which gives you an easy path to the MLS Cup final. We never lost a never lost a match to Minnesota. Never lost a match to LAFC, who we would likely well, not even likely, who we would play in the next round. I think we would get Seattle in the Western Conference final at home. I take that match. I take that match every day of the week. Which then gives us to a situation where No, we wouldn't get at home. We'd be on the road. Yeah. Against Seattle? Yeah. Ooh, well that'd be a little rougher. Yeah, I think the the only teams that we could play at home would be Portland. Like Portland, Dallas, and Salt Lake. So if we get Seattle, Seattle on the road, I don't know. Actually, no, I think not even Salt Lake. I think Salt Lake would be on the road. I don't know. Yeah, if it's only- Seattle, I think I, I think it's going to be Seattle out of, out of uh, the other side of the bracket. Yeah, I can't, so do I. And if it's Seattle away, that's a little harder. Minnesota away. Minnesota away is hard given our away, uh, away record. Seattle what loves about like an RSL away? Seattle, I'll take RSL away. No, well... We finished above Portland and Dallas, so that's yeah, the only so teams, those are the the only teams, teams we can yeah. host. Yeah, yeah. Seattle way is hard. Seattle way would be really rough. 
home I'd feel in, obviously infinitely more confident about. Um, I mean, we showed we can beat Salt Lake and Salt Lake. Yeah, it can be done. It, but that's the thing. Like, you, I can see. No, I, I can agree. see. Yeah. Uh, I can see beating Minnesota away. I can obviously see beating LAFC up the road. That's that's the thing, man. Like, how can you bet against this LA Galaxy team in big moments? We like any Galaxy team that can regularly beat LAFC. Regularly. Can at least hold pace with, with this quote-unquote historic team that's smashing all these records. That's why I just, I just, I fear that they won't get up for it because it is Minnesota. But I think they know the situation where it's like, hey, it's do or die. Like, it's, this is it or you go home. If you like each other, you need to win. Like simple. If, if, if you all like your unit, you need to keep winning. If you want to continue your postseason run and get a little more on your bonus checks. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're, I mean, if you're, if, if any of the listeners are hockey fans, this happens all the time in hockey where you have the window closing on a championship team, on a championship caliber team, I should say. And it, it gets to this point in the playoffs where it's like, they all kind of, you know, it's, it's an unspoken thing, but they all kind of understand they're getting ready to get broken apart. Contracts, salaries are just going to get crazy, and and you know they can't they either can't fit it under the cap. It happens happened to the Montreal Canadiens a couple years ago. Every game becomes this big celebration because they, as a group, understand the moment this is over, like this is over, this party is done. So if 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 you're feeling it as a as a group, and they all seem to really get along, if you're feeling it as a group, you better get your ass out there and fucking make, make, you need to make it happen. I see. That's the thing. Is do they feel it? Like a team looking so disconnected. I don't know if it's like a it's it's a big it's like a big happy family as you might think it is. Oh, I, I don't know that it's necessarily a big happy family. I think they like each other. I think they they there appears to be a camaraderie in the group. Um, and you know everything you you see from their social media, they all at least the Spanish speakers all seem to really get along and 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 um, enjoy each other's company there are competitors in this side. Like there's Zlatan is a, is a fucking competitor. Polenta looks like a fucking competitor. Jonathan is a fucking competitor. Like Christian Pavone has played some of the biggest games in the world, in the world. There are people who like to win and they, as, as a group seem to like each other. I'm assuming those two things can get married into, you know, beating a, a slightly above average MLS competitor, you know, where if, maybe if we had Pavon earlier in the season, hey, maybe we finish in second, you know, because we weren't completed. We were still a a, 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 a project. And I mean, we were adding still, pieces. It's still a project. It's still a project. But I mean, for this season, the project is completed now. And once the project got completed, Christian's numbers took off. Zlatan's numbers got fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. If we have Christian Pavon a month earlier, we're probably not playing away to Minnesota. Like that's where I'm. That's where the the I can see the positivity comes from. But that's where this team is just as good for. Oh, we should fucking walk all over Minnesota. And then you look back at the defense and you go, well, I can totally see us getting counterattacked to death, and maybe we score three and three is just not enough because we this is the match we gave up four or this is the match we gave up five. That's what, that's the thing is like you you can score three, but if you have that defense behind you, just bleeding goals. Like you would think three goals against Vancouver. Plenty. Should should, should be, be plenty. plenty. Should be plenty. And, and like that's where it's hard for me to to really believe in this team. 
Um, your any person would be justified, genuinely, truly justified, in, as I said, assuming we're going to lose, and assuming we're going to win. You're justified in either one. You, you make whichever prediction you want because you you can't be wrong. It's the window is open. It's just a matter of whether we accomplish it or not. Um, you know, it's not the 2005 season where we're backed in hot. It's not the 2011 season where we were clearly the best team in the league. It's not the 2012 season where we had the caliber. Or maybe it's closer to 2012. We had the caliber on the field. We were obviously a playoff contender. We just needed to figure our shit out. And then once we figured our shit out, we re-solidified. I guess we're not the 2012. We re-solidified that championship uh, pedigree. And it kind of forced us over the line because we just wore teams out. It's not 2014 where we played a more advanced style than everyone else. And that was what was going to be the thing that kind of propelled us. I love the overarching story of the galaxy, but that was the thing that kind of propelled us past everyone because not only were we better on the field, not only were we more talented, but tactically we were outplaying everyone. We're just this weird hodgepodge of really upper echelon ability. And then like night, I mean, nightmarish defending just like some of the, Regularly, some of the worst, most confusing defensive decisions you've seen. There's this weird split between the the, the front half and the back half. So it's like, you know, I, I get not feeling confident or not feeling, you know, secure. You just hope it's that day where the the front half is so good it can make up for the back half. I'm sorry. Which one of you busted ass in this room right now, man? It's got to be Ben. Jesus oh, be Christ. I know. Oh, my God. I would tell. I'd be proud. I'd tell you. I thought for sure. All the fucking the ventilation shut off and like. Well, you got a skunk outside. There's really. I don't even. I'm so sad. I don't even smell it. Oh anymore. my God. I just. I didn't. I had to bring it up. My God. <laughs> dude. My can God. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I genuinely can't smell it. I swear See? to God, I tell you if yeah. it was me. Sure, he would. I'm just. Oh, I, I just got it. I'm on, I'm on a podcast <laughs> of liars, <laughs> fornicators, it was drug, drug 100% addicts. 100% Ed. Yeah. 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 Well, because I, I, I smelt it and dealt it too. No, because you, like, you were sitting there and you are making a calculated decision of like, Should if I bring this up really quick, nobody's going to think it was me. And it was 100% you. Well, it doesn't matter because we were going to blame him anyways. It's like, what was, what's your famous thing? Ed? Like, Always blame the fat guy. <laughs> no matter if well, he did it or not. It's a lot of blame going around. Yeah. If, if you did, rather you did it or not, it's the fat guy who always smells or did the, or, or did the fucking fart. So what do you think, Benny? You think you think we got a shot? Well, well, let me run a couple scenarios by you, please. Okay, so the final score is one nothing. Are okay. we are we the winners? Um, God, I don't think you shut shut out the galaxy in a playoff game. No, not in that game. Um, but can you see us winning one? I mean, like, <coughs> like are the chances more that we would not get shut out? Or that sorry, we did you say do? the score was one nothing? Yeah, did we win that game? One nothing. Did we win? Yes. Then yeah, I guess. Yeah, if we can keep them to one, we can keep them. To, we can keep them to zero. Okay, so say it's four three. I mean that's that's a coin flip. That's I mean that's really really hard to say. Um, if it's four three, I don't. I gotta I don't assume like the those. big man. Well, I gotta assume the big man. Like, oh, I don't. I I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Because if we're good, if we're good, if it's a night where we're good for three, it's a good it's a night where we're good for four. You know. I don't know. I, 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 can't, I can't make that pick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, so th- that's the hardest thing it's about too, this it's game. It's too close. Yeah. It's 41%. It's 41.59 or 49.51. It's so great. Ra- in, in my mind, it's so razor thin, the margin. 
between because it's 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 correct me if I'm wrong, at least in the, my sentiment for the the whole season over on the team. I don't think Minnesota is going to beat us. I think we might lose, but I'm not I don't think Minnesota is going to show up and beat us. I don't if we went away to LAFC, I don't think they're going to show up and beat us. We might lose. We might find a way to lose that game. We might find a way to not do enough to win that game. But I don't think someone I don't they're not going to beat us. You know, it's not it's not this overwhelming surge where we're just defending and defending and defending and trying to find a side of goal and trying to find a a moment for a counterattack. We might lose, sure, but I'm just not sure we're going to get beaten. If if that makes sense, I, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I'm not sure that makes sense. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think we're going to get humiliated. I think is what. Well, it's like we we yeah. are our own worst. Yeah, enemy. exactly, exactly. If we lose, it's not because if we lose, it's because it's we didn't because play well. Yeah, it have, well, have nothing to do with them. That's what I mean. We didn't play well. We might lose, but it's not going to be because of them. It's going to be because of us. And if if we are if everyone's on the same page, they have the ability to get it done. They have the they not even they have the ability. If everyone's on the same page, they should be expected to get it done, because they 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 can do it. They can do it. I don't know that they will, and I'm not I'm not confident that they will. But I know that they should have it inside them to accomplish that. I, I don't know. Andrew is saying it makes sense. Well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go pee, gentlemen. I haven't even looked at the live chat. Maybe I should. Uh, maybe I should read Big Tony's email. Big Tony sent us an email. Well, it was from last week. I thought we read that last week, didn't we? Not all of it. Uh, oh, we didn't read the looking forward? No. Leave the door open, talk. <laughs> yeah, see, we've been doing this two years, and none, no smell like this has ever been in the studio. That's, dude, I was, that's, I was just like sitting here fucking sniffing, and I'm just like, what is that? <laughs> dude, it was you. It was not me. I know me. it was you. Don't Come on, because I know it wasn't me. I would like to, I would own it if it was uh, Same here, man. I don't believe you. I, I'm, not afraid, I'm not a fucking afraid of my farts, dude. Anyways, Ben is killing us. It's like, He's like he's like pouring in carbon monoxide in here, and he's trying to kill us all. Could be better than the game. Are you trying to do like a murder suicide pact right now, dude? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, exactly. Actually, we probably should check on the AC. We said that Ben's trying to poison us with yeah. It's like we're seeing carbon monoxide. Yeah. So we said he fucking fart all the time. That's a fact. Ben, ben just wants to to take us all out at once. <laughs> it's fucking. Jim Jones us. What's the guy's name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Drinking the Drinking Kool-Aid. Drinking the Kool-Aid, man. Well, I always mix him up with Jim Jones and the guy who was like, balling? Well, I think it's also Jim <laughs> Jones. Mike Jones? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, no, you know, balling, we fly high. That's not Mike Jones. That's, is it uh, Jim Jones? I think it's Jim. I think it's also Jim Jones. Is that the is that the dude who got uh, <laughs> indicted? Or not indicted, but he got ratted out by that Takashi 690? Takashi 690. Well, I know he was like, you got to do something about him. I was like, oh, man, that's... That is a gentleman I want nothing to do with. All right. What so, are we talking about? Well, I'm going to read Big Tony's email. Dipset. Uh, so back last week um, on October 7th, Big Tony sent us an email. So we're actually going to finish that email a week later. Looking forward with the Galaxy losing the last two games, the Chiefs backed their way into the playoffs in the number five position. Sure, we had a shuffled, uh, a sh- sure we had a shuffled defensive line, 
but giving up eight goals in two games. So the G's head to Minnesota to face the fourth place team. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the last five, the Loons have gone win, draw, win, draw, loss, earning eight points out of a possible 15. Their offense isn't exactly clicking as they've only scored six goals across those five games. But their defensive their defense has been solid, only allowing in four goals. While the Minnesota games have been rather tame, two goals scored per game. Uh, the G's have gone nuts in both goal. Jeez, that smell is so bad. It's so bad. It is so bad. It's got to power through it. The Chiefs, the Chiefs have gone nuts <laughs> in both games for for and against, scoring sixteen but allowing in twelve across those last five games. It's probably coming from outside. Sure, sure neutral fans must love G's when uh, must love when the Galaxy play, as they expect nearly five goals in the game. But it doesn't fill the average. It doesn't fill the average G's fans with great confidence. An interesting tidbit. Only the G's and New England uh, enter the playoffs with a negative goal differential, uh, negative one for LA and negative seven for New England. Every other team has a positive goal difference. MLS is awesome. I know. <laughs> uh, so when the G's travel to the tw- uh, on the twentieth, will the defense be able to keep anything out of the net? What is going to happen? Uh, thank you, Big Tony. Thanks for doing it all season, man. I really fucking appreciate that. Yeah, we really, need, awesome we really need to have him in here. Oh, he's always welcome, man. He's like fucking Rob Bruce. You show up whenever you want, Tony. Just let us know. Oh, yeah. This is as much as Big Tony shows as ours, man. Yeah, just let us know, man. You're always fucking welcome. Good uh, dude. That's the biggest question. I, I don't I don't question if the Galaxy are going to score goals. We're going to score goals. The question is, will the defense be able to keep them out of the net? Well, he said Minnesota had how many goals in their uh, in their last few games? Uh, They got <laughs> scored on four in the last five. Okay. Yeah. And they only scored six goals in those in, in the last five games. Yeah, wow. Zlatan has seven goals in his last five games by himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's. I think it's going to be close, man. I think it's going to be close. But I, you know, and I saw it in the in the live chat. I'm willing to bet Zlatan shows up. You know, I'm willing to to roll the dice on that dude. 2020 Lars Player of the Year, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Willing to willing to bet he uh he figures that twenty twenty one man twenty twenty one just he's staying two more years. <laughs> They'll be talking about how forty year old Zlatan will he retire finally? He gets, he gets my vote after he's, he's broken Wanderlowski scoring record. He's wow. like maybe I'll retire now. Maybe, now it's time. No, maybe now it's time. Yeah, I think I think that's and I, I'm obviously all the all the I, I would I would say a majority of Galaxy fans know. That scoring goals is not going to be an issue. It's just keeping them out of the uh, keeping out of our net. I mm-hmm. mean, that's going to be the biggest issue. It's been the biggest issue all year, especially this last half of the season where we finally figured out how to score goals, but not how to keep them figuring out. it out at the right time. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not trying to trigger anybody. I don't want anybody to go all crazy. But wouldn't it be awesome if we just had like like an Oliver Kahn esque performance from Bingham where he's just like 16 crazy like diving across the net saves just absolute fucking panther I would it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen. no I would rather not have him in that in that position right but that's it's more likely that he turns out to be like uh uh what's it Manuel Neuer back when he was good uh it's more likely that he's like sorry Christian he's more like more Manuel Neuer now then yeah then instead of yeah oh it's fucked up we probably get Manuel Neuer 
No, he's still too big for you. No, he should have gone for What was the dude who was at uh, Real Madrid? Um, Navas. Kaylor Navas. We should have got fucking Kaylor Navas out of him. We're not going to do it. But, like, if you're going to flip a DP spot, we should just be like, fuck it, man. We went out. We went out and got, like, a gigantic name. No. Can you still have a shitty-ass defense in front of him? Who gives a fuck, man? Like, $30 million a year to Kaylor. This is why I'm not in charge. But like, $30 million a year to Kaylor Navas. I think there's only been, one, like, two teams in history who have made a goalkeeper a DP. Get, get Memo. Was it Colorado with Tim Howard and then- Philadelphia uh, with Mondragon. Oh, was, oh, shit. So, three. Boom. Because I think the first- Major one, League Soccer Knowledge. Wasn't it Kansas? New York. They win a, no, New York Red Bulls. They they signed some like I thought Jimmy Nielsen was a DP. No, no. In the year I that he won, the, the year they won MLS Cup. You're talking about they they New York hired some like Eastern European. Yeah, some like real old goalkeeper. Let's see if I can look that dude up, or if somebody in the live chat can look that up for me. That'd be that'd be very nice. Andrew in the in the chat says he wants uh, Joe Hart for Tim. I fucking take Joe Hart. We could probably get Joe gets, Hart. I, for I, look, I know. Yeah. We could probably get Joe Hart to be like, "Hey, just come over." Be like, Does he still play soccer? Was he on like Burnley last? Hey, look this up. Oh, see, I don't even want to know this because I'm going to look it up, and it's going to be like he's at Rochdale. And we're like, and I got no real. I well, no, he got. He, he was on Barry when they got. Oh, uh, he's still on Burnley. He is not I figure, playing. I figure for he's going to be on Rochdale, and Tuck's going to know like half the team, half the roster. He's going to know like the starting eleven. I only learned Rochdale today because uh, uh, Sunderland. Fired their manager again, way down in League One, <coughs> and they play teams like Rochdale and fucking um, Shrewsbury Town. Don't, don't act like you guys are going to go to down to the championship this year. Hey man, championship still one league above Sunderland. That's all that matters. Oh, you just got to stay. You stay one spot above Sunderland if you're if you're going to play in England. At any given time, Newcastle United might get relegated. So as long as we're currently above Sunderland, it's all that matters. I worry about all that other shit later. It's you know one thing at a time. And we are out of the relegation zone right now, so fuck you. <laughs> We're doing a good job. Everything's fine. I don't want to talk about it, dude. We're going to talk about rele- relegations. I'm going to look it up right now because I'm sure Watford's in the relegation <clears throat> they zone. They might be last place. Because they're fucking terrible. They're, they're really bad. Should we... Let's talk... Uh, let's talk... You're a Premier League team, Ben? Yeah, he's a Manchester United. Man United. Watford is literally in last place. Yeah. How the fuck would you open your mouth about this? Because we are both going down together, baby. Hey, we're out of the relegation zone with your fucking... With your three points. Whack. That, that's until, you know... You Negative guys, 16 goal differential? Holy shit. Well, fucking City put like eight or like seven against him in fucking one game. Jesus Christ. All right. In Sorry. the two games they played against Manchester City, they played, what, the FA Cup, FA Cup final, and then this last game, this game this year, Man City scored 15 goals against him that's in two games. Up. Two games, Chris. That was, your, that was your fucking Premier League minute for the week. We'll never do this again. Although right. Newcastle did beat Manchester United, so fucking suck it, man. 19-year-old right, scoring against on. him on his debut. It's Every, like being, everybody's beat United It's like beating up year. on the special kid. I told you in the, I told you in the hangout, it's like, yeah. you shouldn't celebrate goals against lower-level lower teams. <laughs> ben, do you have... Fuck Tucker's friend. Do you have the odds for this game? That's one. Yeah, I do have the odds for this game. Let's give the odds. Maybe this could be the last odds of the year, Ben. Yeah, so our odds are brought to you by BetSportsLA, BetSportsLA.com. Enter Raya's Quadcast in the promotions box. So. Wait, what happens if you do that? If they do that, then yeah. we'll be notified and we'll get some cash. Holy shit. Well, like, what happens for them? Does it, anything special? Yeah, yeah they'll, they get, they'll, they'll, they'll get. They get clicks on, the, on yeah, their website. They'll, they'll get all, well, 
if you if you go to if you go make a deposit you get and use Rise Squadcast, you'll get double your deposit. Well you'll get what is it, fifty percent of your deposit added on as a free play. Oh shit. Okay. So Yeah, you gotta find, you gotta mention that. You know, it might you know, Are you tr- change the minds. You can get free monies? Free money. Who doesn't like free money? Who does not like free monies? Ed. Ed does not like free Ed, money. I love. Ed, turns out Ed loves free money. Really? I love free money. I always about? thought you didn't like free money. I love free money. Because I had like all that money I was going to get, but I'm like, Ed doesn't like free money. You are a liar. Ish. And I hate your face. Yes. <laughs> so check it. So this is interesting. So the odds are the, the money line for Minnesota is a plus 100. Frank so- Roast. Frank Roast. Frank Roast? Rost? Frank F-R-N-K-R-O-S-T. That's the fucking That's New from, yeah. Guy. yeah. Or New York guy, whatever. Anyways, back to the odds, Ben. So, Minnesota's a plus 100, 101, and the Galaxy are a plus 235. Meaning that you can get a little more than 2 to 1 odds on the Galaxy and even odds on Minnesota, which is so a lot closer than I thought it would. We are the underdog, but not by much. But as far as the predicted score goes, predicted score has Minnesota 2, the Galaxy 1. So, actually, the Galaxy less than 1.9, but basically one. The Minnesota is a little above 2, 2.2, 2. which is a lot, which is a lot bigger, which is a lot bigger of a spread than I thought it would be. So your your best over is you can get a minus 130 on a on three or more goals. Your best under is you can get a minus you should 122. Can we do that next year? We're like we put a bet. We should have like a pot. And when I say a pot, like we should spend your money, <laughs> <laughs> but we should have like a pot. And then we could pick one of those bets because I would I would definitely take three goals actually, or more. We already got a deal in place for next year too. Actually, I'd get to fucking pick shit yeah, for the. Oh, that's shit. fucking awesome! Are we going to donate to charity or what are we doing? Fuck charity! Fuck, dude! If we win, we win. I am charity. What are you talking about? You know? Yeah, we got a deal. You have any we'll, idea how expensive my school is? I do zero dollars. U.S. government. dot com slash Patreon. Help tuck out, man. Come on, Bernie, where are you at? Make my fucking college free. He's, he's going to die in like two days. Okay. He's, he's got to hang out for at least another year. He's really not. He's just got to get in, make my college free, and then he can do whatever he needs to do. That's between him and his God. I don't know what religion he is, um, and I want him to you know, do whatever's in accordance with your faith. I think, I'm think i pretty sure Bernie Sanders is a believer of the spaghetti monster. I, I, wanted to say he was, I thought he was Jewish. I mean, you would think Sanders Jewish, but... I'm mean, Colonel Sanders. Colonel Jewish, Sanders right? is not a Jewish guy, is he? Is he? No, fuck what? Oh no, 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 no. He's loves the Jesus. Clearly, Southern. You know what I mean. Born, born in Kentucky. There you go. That's usually I've never heard him speak. I assume that's that's what he sounds like. <laughs> he's probably said the N word a couple of times in his life. Uh, yeah, he's fucking Jewish, man. Bernie Sanders, Jewish as fuck. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your fucking politics minute. Boom. If we got college. the news, politics, Premier League. Premier League. The weather. The way, yeah. You got the weather. Whatever you need. We got illegal betting for you. Coming up. It's legal. It's legal, it's man. It's legal now. We got we got we got weed talk. Whatever you need. That's legal too. Rise Squadcast, man. Fuck exactly. It. Share that shit. <laughs> Risequadcast.com slash Patreon. There you go. I'm so tired, like all the time. I'm just like Delirious at this point. It's lovely. All right, let's do uh, predicted lineups. What do we see? Bingham obviously starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think it's Wait, so? The only injuries are Alessandrini and Kitchen. Kitchen. Okay. And I'm. I, I would still assume Corona, right? 
I think they've kept it quiet. I mean, I, I don't know. That boot could be very precautionary. I hope so. But, I mean, if he's at a point where he needs to wear a walking boot, I'm not sure I want him in a competitive away match starting where we would have to burn a substitution if well, something yeah, doesn't yeah, work out. Yeah, two weeks to, like, take it easy. Is he drastically better than Legit? Than the way Legit's been playing the last few weeks? Well, here's the thing is, is but, they have that triangle yeah. was Legit, Jonathan, and Corona. Hmm. But when Corona went down, we subbed in Fabio, right? Yeah. And then you moved uh, Legit back. You moved, yeah. Because yeah, when we went on that little three-game winning streak there before we hit Vancouver, we had that triangle back like we had earlier in the year. Yeah, but if Corona's, if he's not an option. If he's not an option, then yeah, then you got to play Legit. Then it's Legit and you play Fabio. Yeah, and then you play Fabio in that, like, whole... And then you just hope for the fucking best, man. Shit. Yeah. Anyways, let's let's work back. We'll work up. Now, right? Fuck it. You play Junie. <laughs> no. <laughs> you you pipe down there, man. Yeah. No, no more from you. Quiet down. Grown folks is talking. Yes. Go ahead, sir. Um. So obviously, bring him in the back. Who do you see as left back? Romney. Do you think they go with a Polenta as a left back? I can't imagine. I mean, you'd have to play Romney. You have to play Romney. Polenta is your is your he needs to be right in the middle. He needs to be right in the middle, calling the shots, running the back line, which had been an issue the last few weeks. Um Romney wasn't so detrimental. He wasn't great, but he wasn't so detrimental that he should lose his spot, I don't think. Um He's gotta start. He's but your best can, he's your best. Can, can he lose a spot that wasn't his to begin with? According to GBS? I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, he's, he looks like he's worked his way back into the team, worked his way back into the starting lineup. GBS is like, fuck, I guess, man. I mean, look, he's he's not great. No one was great against Houston. No one was outstanding against Houston. Um, it, defensive issues, you, you would have to call out Polenta. You would have to call out, uh, what was it, Pipo. You would have to call out Felcher. You would have to call out Romney. Unless you're swapping all four of those guys, based on that Houston game, I don't think Romney should be losing his spot. I think continuity is is the best option. Maintaining the same lineup, the same formation as best you can, getting everyone on the same page as best you can. It sh- for me, it should be Romney. Yeah, for me, your best back line right now, you want to start Romney on left back, Polenta, Starez, Probably Felcher. I think it's Felcher. I, 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 I can't imagine switching. And it, it's it's a conversation we've had for the last few weeks. I can't imagine switching um, the guy, your your guy at right back, which is clearly Felcher, for an academy rookie. An 18-year-old. Rookie, an 18-year-old rookie going into your first playoff game away for their first playoff game at home in their new stadium. Like that I don't I don't I don't think that's the way the script kind of goes. It would be a, a for a guy who for the most part has played a regular lineup. Are we sure it's not their first playoff game entirely? It pro- it probably is. They've been awful. But um I I just can't imagine that that's the way the script gets written given that for the majority of the season GBS has tried to play a similar lineup. It's tried to play the the same formation as long, all things being equal depending on performances depending on 
on injuries and, and, and national team availability. If everyone's there, for the most part, he's tried to play basically the same formation, basically the same lineup. I don't think you go into this scenario and say, we're going to make a drastic change, especially if for the last few weeks, everyone hasn't looked like they were on the same page. Yeah. I don't think you rectify that by dropping a starter and bringing <laughs> in a Making further a changes. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, that just, that doesn't seem like like the move. Um, and especially if, if, if Darwin Quintero's on and he's going to tar- he's likely going to target that right side, likely going to target Araujo. If he ends up smoking that kid, that's on you. Like that, that is on you because more, unless you're certain that Julian Araujo is going to be able to do that job and shut that side down. Why are you making that change anyway? It's, it's Felcher's job until it's not. And it's, it's probably, if it doesn't work out this weekend, it's not on Monday. But for right now, it's right back is still Felcher's job. Until next year when Araujo's full-time first-teamer. In all honesty, I don't necessarily know that we make him first-team right back next year. I don't. I, I honestly don't think he's... I see you're a lot less confident in him than I am. I think he is a great defender. I think he, he'll do well in this league. Um, I am, I'm more cautious on him, I'd say. I would like to see Felcher replaced with um, probably something similar with, with Ashley Cole. I would like to see Felcher replaced with a more experienced, if it's going to be foreign-born, that's fine, but a more experienced um, the spots, man. right back. Felcher is the spot. You flip Felcher for his right back replacement, and then you're done. You're Look, you're getting you're getting an international spot on Stjelvic, Felcher, Fa, uh, Fabio Alvarez, and Udiel. Uh, you're getting you're getting four INT spots on those guys. I think we were over by like four. So well, when you acquire them, you acquire them permanently. Like no. they don't. What do you mean? They they reset at the end of the year. I'm. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, I'll I'll see to that. So who do we purchase from? Fuck, fuck, no, dude, come on, man, you really want me? To go? <laughs> I don't know. You got you got the the international uh, spots down. Well, I think I think uh, our good friend, if you want to play the the jingle, Josh? yep, uh, I think they they mentioned it on the show this week. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if they I mentioned no it on the show. This week, but I know he's mentioned it before. I think they mentioned it this uh, this week or last week. Yeah, as always, man, go listen to Josh? Corner of the Galaxy <laughs> for your <laughs> whatever facts. you need. Um, but we're we're gonna get int spots back, and you get Felcher spot that you can you can flip that dude out for, and bring in another older someone who can do the job and can kind of instruct Julian Araujo and and help teach him and, and bleed him through. I don't want I don't want starting right back on Julian Araujo's shoulders next year and I don't think we've seen enough this season to kind of justify him being the plan for next year. Fuck it. Toss him in the fire, man. I agree with Ed. Okay. So we're wrong, Ed. I agree with you. So we're wrong. <laughs> you don't yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong. I I disagree really? with you. Really? When, when have we been right together? Um well, I you know, I disagree I disagree with with I've seen enough out of him. I think for me to have seen enough out of him Felcher should have never got his job back. Or it should be really, it should be a coin toss whether it's Felcher or Rajo. And I don't think it's a coin toss. I think it's clearly Felcher's job. For me, I think it's, I think it's more about getting his minutes in. I, th- I agree with you, Tucker. I think it's clearly Felcher's job, but not by much. Not by a lot. Not, not by enough. Yeah. Not by enough to justify Felcher coming back at yeah. his two had, or three hundred. Had, 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 had Araujo been playing like the last three, four weeks, I would have been like, okay, I think Felcher's done for the year. Mm-hmm. But since Felcher's been the guy, if it's Araujo, hard. It's hard for me to, to, and like everything you said, like another drastic change in the back line. If Araujo had been playing for the last few weeks, I would be on board with saying give him the starting spot next year. Like even though you, and and and, not so much as continuing in the in the starting right back spot, 
but we don't need to make an alternative plan for right back because nailed on Julian Araujo is the dude if he had been playing the last few weeks. But he, after playing well, managed to lose his spot back to one of the more questionable players on our back line. Like Romney, Romney got left back from Jorgen. Granted, in part, that's because Jorgen is so regularly awful, you don't want to ever play him again. But Romney got in, and even for shaky performances, like, he maintained his spot. You gotta feel, like, real, it'd be really bad if you're the worst defender on, like, the worst defensive team. Imagine being Siani. Like as bad as I'm sure, I'm sure he really cried in his fucking McLaren or whatever the hell. You you figure it out, but I mean, you are you are. He's really sad in his three hundred thousand dollar car that he owned. He's French. He's always sad. You are the problem. How dare you, Alison Drini is a beautiful man. He's a great soul. That dude's clearly always happy. Um, which means he's sad inside. He's living his best life, dude. (laughs) He's sad Um, inside. If if Robin Williams, if Araujo was, if Araujo was playing, I don't what. It's like his Tourette syndrome. He's just like, yeah, he's always happy on the inside, Waffles. <laughs> Sometimes I get sad feelings on my inside and parakeet birds. Like, I don't, he just had a stroke in the middle of his sentence. Anywho, um, if he had been playing regularly, I'd be more okay with him with saying he's the dude going in. Um, but I, I would like to, for next year, and it doesn't answer the question we're actually talking about, um, but for next year, for me personally, I'd like to see more experienced player come in at right back who's going to give us, like when Eddie Lewis took over left back, who's going to give us one, maybe two years, maybe a year and a half, and then you can move him on and say, cool, Julian's ready. Give him the job. Um, that's what I'd like to see. But Back to the lineups? Felcher and right back. <laughs> so you're right back to us? Felcher and right back. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, now, the more tricky thing is going to be your your center midfielder. I mean, that just it depends who's healthy. That's the thing. Is, is Corona healthy enough? If if Corona's healthy enough, I think you go with that Corona legit Jonathan midfield. I think you kind of have to. I mean, that's your your biggest successes this year have all come with that midfield. It's the it's it's clearly the best trio, yeah. and the best. So I think you definitely. And then you're typical. You have Pablo out left, and Tuna out right, and of course you're starting Pontius up top. So, <laughs> Zubac. Zubac uh, uh, at the start. We bring but, him back Emma just for this one game. But you said, oh, that'd be nice. Um, but you you spoke on what you would. Hey, he gets a ring if he if, doesn't he? Yeah, he had more than five games. Yeah. Um, but you spoke on that's, that's so weird. You spoke on what you would want to see out of the center midfield. What do you think you're going to see? That's the thing is we don't get any updates at all with yeah. injuries. That's it's hard to tell you if it's going to be Corona or if it's going to be Fabio. Well, based on what you do know, it's probably going to be Fabio then, because as of right now. What I saw was Corona in a boot, and to me, even if it's precautionary or whatever, are you going to fucking just shoot up his foot with some cortisone? And be like, yes, and it, it definitely seems unlikely that it would be kitchen. Yeah, you know, um, and the the shame about it being Fabio, if it's Fabio, I think is playing the counterattack style that Minnesota does. You would like to play a little more defensive. You would like to play that Corona Jonathan Legit midfield, where. You know, maybe Corona's holding back a little more. Jonathan's even holding back a little more and, and covering that extra space defensively to kind of shut down that that counterattack. Um, you could play Kitchen, but he hasn't played regularly. So, I mean, it's it's similar to the Araujo issue. <laughs> Excuse me. It's similar to the Araujo issue where you you know you don't want to you don't want to mix up the formations and the lineups too drastically. Um, but you know, looking at at the Houston game. As soon as Corona goes down, Fabio's the first guy up. 
it's it it would lead you to believe if Corona's not healthy, it's probably going to be him. I just I think that we're in trouble if Corona's not healthy. But I I disagree with you, Ed. I, I think that it is Corona. I mean, I we, we we haven't heard anything more about an injury. We never do. Yeah. Well, actually, something usually leaks out. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard anything. But I'm not I'm not much in the and it's always it's it's pretty regularly one of my positions. I don't. You never start a guy. You may have to take off. Like you, you know what I mean. Like even I, in the playoffs, even in the playoffs, I, I would like it. Rumor seems to be around that Alessandrini's making the eighteen. I wouldn't start him because if it doesn't work out and I have to sub him, that's a tactically that's a burn substitution. And even though GBS doesn't seem to care, um, or he doesn't, he doesn't seem to place the same amount of weight in substitutions that that some of the rest of us do, especially when the games aren't going the way we would like and just mix something up. You know, let's let's do something, even if it's. I'm going to do a substitution to slow them down, make them stop for two minutes and give my guys a break. You know, he'll, he'll keep a sub in his pocket and that's, that's just kind of how he operates. Um, or we'll do all three in the last eight or nine minutes. Sometimes when it's too late or, or sometimes, you know, we just got a goal and it's refreshing because we're freshening up the team. We're going to lock it down. It just kind of depends on, on, on how the games go. I just, I'm, I never want to start a guy. I might have to take off. I would rather give him 30 minutes at the end of the game or 20 minutes at the end of the game, whatever. I just, I never want to start someone who, Lord forbid, he re-aggravates it, and now I'm down the player for the remainder of the playoffs, likely, and I'm down a substitution for the rest of the well, game. It, uh, but isn't that the case Ricardo with everybody? Clark in 2010 World Cup, where he came up in like... Twice. Where he came up in like 25th minute? Subbed out in the first half twice by Bob Bradley, because sometimes you just don't learn. Well, I say, well is, isn't that the case with anybody? I mean, regardless if they're healthy or not, you, you could end up with an injury and pulling someone in the first half no but if you're i, I see what you mean but if you're if you're starting alice and well, and you're no, starting I'm, not talking about I'm talking about corona as far as corona goes like say he's he, he's good for 80 minutes but who do you see and, him as... and gbs knows he's good for only 80 he can't mm-hmm. go 90 mm-hmm. but he's good for you know for 80 do you start him but who do you uh he's good for 80 yeah if i if i can if i can somehow crystal ball or, or even all, all, all even is, we'll say 65 to 70 but if i can somehow magic crystal ball that he can play 65 minutes without re-aggravating an injury um no 65 is too early for me he would be the first sub out I, he may be playing a great game where i need him for the remainder of that match uh, i would rather have him as an option that i can bring in late he, he it's tough because he but he, he appears to be anything. the best but he appears to be the, the the best for that spot right yeah. now if we're talking about corona he appears to be the best for that spot right now, and you would, you would want to play your best player for every minute you can. But if you get past Minnesota and he's done for the playoffs, what good is it? But if you don't get past Minnesota, what, what good, good is, is it? it? But that's the, that's that gamble, and that's where yeah. that's where as a but that's where as a coach you would have to consider what potential long term damage am I doing to him? Am I is it going to be a situation where, um, you know, he loses a step? Is it going to be a situation where we now have this this constant nagging injury that keeps coming back because it didn't get to heal right the first? You know, there. That's where for the the coaching staff, there's all these other factors they kind of have to 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 put together. It looks like with Allison Drini, they're slow playing, bringing him back. That they're they're yeah. taking care of him yeah. for the long term. But that that could be a beneficial thing for potentially the remainder of his career because they're saying, look, realistically, we know we're not going to bring you back. So we're not going to put you in a in a in a position where you may not be able to get a job. That could be, hey, we want to have you for next year. We want to make sure you're good later in the playoffs because he was supposed to be back what in September, 
We're now in October. I'd love to have that guy back for a Western Conference final in an MLS Cup. But potentially, if he if he reaggravates something a little early because you, you decided to push it a little early, you know, then then it's the whole year is a waste. Yeah, I, but I think I think that's why they had their um, scrimmage against TJ closed door scrimmage. Yeah, and he came, he played, and was fine. That wasn't the case like a week before, two weeks mm-hmm. before, where yeah. he came off and he was having knee Training pains. Alone and yeah, so there's obviously progress. I wouldn't mind seeing him come off and play in like ten minutes. minutes. I think we're we're on the same page. But if it's not necessary, I'll leave perfect. Him. Yeah, don't, if, don't play if, him. if you're three nothing up with ten minutes left, there's I I see zero reason to to bring yeah. someone like Alessandrini or Corona off the bench. Kitchen, kitchen, I'm fine with. Okay, you can so play him. <laughs> if so it's ten minutes left, you're three nothing up. Play Perry Kitchen. Well, it'll be fine. It's, it'll be Carrasco. Uh, th- I'm fine with that too. Yeah, or it could be the kid. What kid? It could be Alvarez. He's Friday. gone, dude. He's gone for the season. Oh, that's right. He's already. He already. Gone forever. Gone forever. <laughs> probably. Not probably. He's gone forever. That's probably. So, I, I, all things being equal, I think it ends up being Jonathan, uh, Sebastian, Fabio for that three, Pavone and Uriel and and Big Zlatty up top. See what he can bring home. All right. Maybe for the last time, let's do a score prediction. Ed, you finished last in the regular season. Dead fucking last. Like, where did Ed finish as far as even the listeners go? Because, like, Tuck, we finished above the listeners. I finished Uh, I was probably like, well, I mean, to be fair, though, I played all year, so it's kind of hard to... So you should have been ahead of all the listeners. You should have amassed more points. I should have amassed more points. (laughs) (laughs) You played every week. (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't help you. Um, I think I could probably pull up the list real quick if you guys want to... Talk about yourselves real quick. Ask me a question about something, Ben. Anything. Let me ask you this. How did it feel to finish above all the listeners? Um, because you know, it, it look, feels good. There is a perception that I have this opinion of myself and my opinion when it comes to the galaxy. Look, <laughs> that's because you do shit like this. It makes me look like a dick. Um, no, it was nice. I, I, I spend more time thinking about the galaxy than I ought to. And somehow I managed to stumble ass backwards in the first place, which was lovely. Um, stumble is right. There's something there's something to be said about leading all season, and there's uh, a whole lot more to say about swooping about it in the, it in the, in the last, two weeks left, second to the last game, yeah, and crushing your itty bitty little spirit. Uh, a hat trick. You did. You absolutely did. A hat trick at the end. Uh, be, and you know what? It's, the last like three weeks running before I got that hat trick, I called Zlatan for two and Pavot for one. And it finally fucking happened. And you know what? It happened right on time. So uh, I'd like to thank, you know, number one, I'd like to thank my haters. Gotta thank your haters. You know, rise above and all the other. Like, I'm trying to come up with like a quote that like a uh, like a, a seven on Twitter would take a picture of herself and then, you know, we're like no, showing well, you everything. No, first, like, first of all, all glory to God. Oh, number one, all glory to my maker. We couldn't have done it without you. Because uh, through him, all things are possible. All things are possible through my my personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So okay, okay so number that, two, the haters. Number three, my baby mother. Number four, my other baby mother, who's in the Netherlands. Boom. And uh, you know, number five, myself, because uh, five's my number. 
Fives the stars on Jonathan's lapel. Fives uh, the trophies in the case. Fives the stars above the crest. So just want to thank me. And we'll do it again next year. Let's all have a good time with it. So I would have Where's my applause, Ben? Yeah. I finished the season with 14 points. I would have tied our good... You could have done that in five games. Good friend of the show... Jesse Verner hmm. tied in with points. Um, so we were we were tied for what? Fourteenth. <coughs> oh, we both got tied 14, for 14, 14 with fourteen, 14 points. points? Right right on, right. Man. I beat Amy by one point. Oh uh, that sucks. I, I beat Gilbert by one point and he didn't play <laughs> half of the season. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill myself. So predictions. <clears throat> Prediction, predictions. I'm gonna go one one draw. No. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna. Yeah, oh, you, fuck. Yeah, you should you should get extra points if you call like a one one draw with, with PKs. The, yeah, with we yeah. yeah. You call the and winner then who scores PKs. the winner? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm gonna say three one galaxy. It is a popular you're, score you're line. Pessimi- you're pessimistic all show long, and then you pull that out of the out of your ass at the end. What the fuck? You you need to explain yourself. Because fuck you, that's why. What uh, makes you feel three one? Um, he he, I, he bowed to the pressure. No, I do I do feel I feel positive about it. I think the Galaxy can win. Again, it just comes down to the defense. But I think big games. I even said it going into the playoffs. I'm like, if the Galaxy make the playoffs. They're going to be a hard team to beat. Mm-hmm. No one wants to play the Galaxy. And I, I genuinely believe that. I don't think anyone wants to play the Galaxy. You're playing a two-week rested Galaxy, a Zlatan who's going to be motivated. Any team that gets us is betting is is betting that their center backs are better than my forwards. And I I don't think anyone wants to take that bet. I think there's, there's definitely elements of us that are um, choice, and there's elements of the Galaxy that, that are uh, attractive. That you would as a as an opponent that you're like oh we can we can do something here we can do something there, but every team is betting that they've got a way to stop Jonathan Christian Pavon Slaton Uriel and Tuna. I don't think anybody wants us. Yeah, I think we're so. I think we're like the big titty chick with like no ass, or like the dude who's like in really good shape but has like a small dick. Like that's the LA Galaxy. I don't. <laughs> I don't even what? Because you have you have stuff that's good and the stuff that's bad. How about like a fat guy with a with a with a hog? Nah, man. I mean, you know. Good well that's why I was well, yeah. it's all good, baby. It's it all works. It's all about it's the motion anyway, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter. What you do with it, Ed. That's what they say. That's a Ben lie. <laughs> Sorry, I was a drink. <laughs> yeah, three one. LA Galaxy. Three one, three one. It doesn't goal scores don't matter. It scored three one. Cushion for the pushing is what they about the bigger dudes. You can throw some goal scorers out there. Come on, you gotta do goal scorers. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do the Chris Tucker. Two's lots on one of Boom, it works. <laughs> hey, you gotta go with what works, it right? It works. Uh Benjamin, what's your score prediction? I like that score line, Ed. Three one, but <laughs> I think it's gonna go the other way. Oh, really? I think we lose. Uh high treason. Yep, Zlatan's the only one that scores. And then gets pissed off and doesn't talk to the media after the game. 
That's rough. Yeah, 3-1 Minnesota? Yep. I don't think our defense could stop anybody. I I think the fucking slap and pickle scores at least one on this Galaxy team. <laughs> but you were like... You, no, you, we wouldn't. You were like Captain Clean Sheet and shit. I was. You know what? I don't know what the fuck happened two-thirds of the way through the season. All of a sudden, they couldn't fucking stop anybody. So... Well, I mean, that was kind of the narrative of the season. Well, I mean, they, they played... The, I mean, what they have? They had eight clean sheets through the first two-thirds of the way through the season? Yeah, fucking absolutely fell apart at the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, just the wheels came off, man. Last clean sheet was, what, in August? August yeah. uh, 14th against Dallas. Jeez. And when we had a chance to get a clean sheet, what was it like? Fucking what game was it? The one before that was July July 4th against Toronto. So we're good for one every month, right? Every, yeah, this this could be it, man. This, we could get two because we missed the one we missed yeah. last month. Yeah, we're due, too. Yeah, so I think we lose three one. Who's your goal and, scorer? Zlatan, of course. And He's then, a big like I said, yeah, yeah. Then I, I think that the only person who talks to the media after the game is Jonathan. I love that man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't, I, I didn't give a shit. I fucking love Jonathan DeSantos. I want him to stay here forever. I in, in a in an ideal world, he would break every record we have, and he would captain us for the next ten years, and then retire, and hopefully get. A statue at what, Legends Plaza, right? Uh, well, that's after the Galaxy gives Gerard one. Uh, yeah, that's probably that's happening. going up next year. I thought <laughs> that's probably happening. But I, I want him to stay fucking, stay fucking forever, man. I love that. I absolutely love that kid. Um, what a great number eight, and, and, and a Pantheon. I know you know Vianus. It kind of gets tainted a little bit, but a Pantheon of really great number eights over the course of of our years, and Jonathan slides right in there. Um, I think he's going to carry it. He's going to carry that number forward for a long time, uh, kind of how Pete had done prior to Steven Gerrard. Um, but uh, I am—I don't know. I'm still—I think it's close. I think it's—I think it ends up really close. Um, I would take a draw if I could. If it was—if it was a regular season match, I'd take a draw. Um, I'm going to be. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to maintain positivity. I think we lose. No. No. I think we win. Three to two. And I think he gets a hat trick. Mm. I'm going to give it to the man. And you know what? If, 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 if I'm wrong and he ends up riding off into the sunset after this, he's had a great time been fun and the biggest point of this show is that all three of those predictions are totally valid and any of them could happen any of them i genuinely i yeah. think any of them could happen yeah. um, so you wouldn't be surprised if any of them happened we could we could ship for your your prediction we could ship all three goals in the first 20 minutes yeah entirely possible for ed's uh, prediction we could score all three goals in the first 15 minutes entirely possible i feel like it's more going to be like the galaxy are winning 2-1 <laughs> and it's like the 90 plus two minutes and Minnesota's pushing, pushing, throwing everything forward, and then we get like a, an insurance goal. See, I'm going. I'm I'm similar in in your idea, in your outlook. Uh, I have us carrying two two for a long time, and then he just he does. I have I've doubted him enough times, and I've been smacked down every, almost every single time. He says he's the man. This is this is your opportunity. This is your chance. And so I'm going to back my captain with his chance. 
He says he can do it. He says he's the man. He says he can score the goals. He can drag us to whatever. He's the greatest player in history in Major League Soccer. Go make this happen. That's why it's hard for me to doubt this Galaxy team right now. Okay, so As much as I want to. Everyone in the live chat is talking about penalties. Who are your five penalty takers? And in what order? In order? In order. The five for me probably going to, not in order, but Jonathan, Pavone, Zlatan. Who's on the field? Legit. Do I have everyone? Everyone in the 18? Everyone in the 18. I feel, like, I feel like Polenta would take a good penalty kick. I do too. I would do, sorry, you, you continue. That's my five. What was yours again? JDS, Pavone, Zlatan, Legit, and Polenta. I think it's kind of hard to argue with that. That's pretty good. I would go, I'd probably go Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan Pavone. I don't know, a three. I feel comfortable with an Antuna. No. 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 I don't know why. And that's the other thing. I don't know why, <laughs> but it seems like the worst idea. I, I wouldn't mind him at like six. I wouldn't mind him once we get into, strangely, once we get into the sudden <laughs> death. Well, once we get to the, to where I kind of got to get him off, I got to get, I got to, I got to move past him. Let him go first. Let him go first. And let's just, Hey, get up there, kid, go get it done. Um, but I, I want, I want my surefire guys. I, What's our history on penalties, man? I don't. It doesn't feel like it's very good. Uh, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, I mean, outside, I mean, there's the obvious of the MLS Cup, but I mean, like, didn't we? Well, no, no, no. There's 20, 2015? 2015. Yeah, 2015. Yeah, losing on Jarrett scores, and then the next four all miss. Before then, is two thousand nine? Yeah. Before then, it's two thousand nine. Oh god. That's got a day's coming up too. I'm gonna be miserable. Tenth anniversary of of uh, 2009 MLS Cup final. The worst fucking day of my life. And then what? 2008 Superliga. Then 2007 Superliga. Seven. I think it's 2007 Superliga. Yeah, because Klein does the bicycle kick. 2007 Superliga. We we go out on that fucking Abel Xavier. Keep a ball on the ground. It's easy. You're def- you're a fucking defender taking a penalty. Why? Why on earth? I I'm not getting into this. Oh God. Okay, so so awful. your your five talk. Um, Jesus Christ! No, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier goes first. Fucking dickhead. Um, Jonathan Pavone, Polenta, Zlatan. No, Jonathan Pavone, Polenta, Legit. Legit. Yeah, and then Zlatan's Zlatan Corona. Banker. If he's there, my my, you know, my only concern is like, what if we get ourselves into a position where Zlatan doesn't get to take a penalty? I would, we'd never live it down. Like with all things being equal, you have a chance to have Zlatan take a penalty, and yeah, he doesn't, he he doesn't the, get that far. He either goes first or fifth. Yeah, I, I, I imagine. Oh my god, if he went last and missed, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to think about this <laughs> Why anymore. Why are you putting that booty out there? I don't want to think about this anymore. There. Well, I'm or, just like, if if do, do, I mean, you, imagine that's his last image. That would be awful. So, so if it comes to it, do you put a guy like, and you still have that sub, that extra time sub or whatever, you put a guy like Pontius in there? I trust Pontius. Oh, yeah, I definitely trust Pontius, too. I mean, if he's on the field, he's definitely one of my five. I feel like Favio would miss. I don't know why. I do, too. I don't want to think you about You know who I think, who, I, I, can't I have think a weird feeling that would take a good penalty. I'm, gonna think be... about, I'm literally going to think about this for the next four days. Oh, I think it might take a good penalty. It just seems like it would be people. He's... I yeah. don't know. As a defender, yeah. I feel like he I think I feel like he would take a good one. 
But yeah, you, st- you still put him. But you could seven. definitely see him like you could see him putting it over. Oh yeah, or fu- just like Felter. If Felter, if Felter takes a penalty, it's going nah. over. Fel- Felter's tucking that shit right in the corner. Felter's Think- got it. Thinking of assisting the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't brought that up in a while. Fel- Literally Felter's every week. <laughs> I feel like Felter would put it away. With the sister? Nah, I'm from the spot. I feel like he'd oh, be able to do spot. it. Right. I don't know why. It's a strange confidence. I wonder if there's. I wonder if there is like an underlining, like thought process with why I think some people would make it and some people would miss it. I feel <laughs> like I feel like Felcher would try a panenka, and would fuck up. Like that's what, that's what I think about Fabio. Yeah, I think it would be something cute. It would. It would try. He would try to do something cute, and uh, and it would. He'd fuck it up. So on the other end, how do you feel? What's your confidence in Bingham in a penalty shootout? Uh, it's it, it's a coin toss. I think it's a coin toss. I think Lampson has shown that he's probably been better as. A, oh, th- wait, did we win PKs in in the in this last whatever inaugural interliga whatever the fuck cup it was? Leagues cup. Leagues cup. But, Leagues cup. but again, wasn't that Lampson that played the league? That's cup? what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he was saying. But yeah, did, I mean, didn't 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 Bingham stop one this year? We could do like the we could do like the Netherlands. It was it was a shitty Panenka in Vancouver, where Something. he had enough time where he dove could get back up and to get and to the catch ball. It, yeah, we could do like the Netherlands, man. Fucking what was it? The Euros or the World Cup? Well, you're new, you're they new would Newcastle su- boy. Sub on Tim Kroll for for penalties. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful man, and then they won because he's amazing, and now he's garbage and he plays for Norwich. All right. And there was your Premier League minute. Can we get him? Uh, you wouldn't want him. Not no more. Over you wouldn't Bingham? want him anymore. Over Bingham? Uh, yes, you would want him over Bingham. But for what you would have to pay for him, like... Tam? Go get Memo. Tam for Memo. No, don't fucking... Nobody tweet me that. I'm tired of hearing that shit. It's a fucking stupid. We're not spending money on that guy. All right, do you guys want to do a quick lightning round? Sure, absolutely. Sure, go ahead. Come on, man. Play the jingle. Play it. Do it. It was at a decent level, too. <coughs> pew, 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 and my mute button pew, wasn't hit. All right. Zlatan up for MVP. What chance do you give him? Percentage. Um. Well, zero. It's yeah. going to go to Vela. Um, uh, Matt Lampson up for Humanitarian of the Year. Uh, he's going against Tim Howard and Luis Robles. Um, All goalkeepers. That's weird. I think it's saviors. I think How do you not give the cancer survivor fucking humanitarian of the year? Because Tim Howard's retiring. Yeah, they gotta get, they gotta get <sighs> Howard's name on something. That's so shitty. I, I wish Zlatan should be in the conversation for he should, an MVP. He should be more seriously in the conversation. I think I think part of what hurts him is LAFC took the biggest shit when Vela wasn't there. But you you put Zlatan on that team. You you surround him with those players all season. He's got fifty goals. He's got sixty goals by himself. Yeah, like he's he's got yeah, you, thirty goals on a on a what was for a long time a pretty shitty Galaxy put, team. Put Bella with, with Bella on the Galaxy. Pavone, he is, it is still, it's still a shitty yeah, team. Yeah, still. Put Bella on the Galaxy. How many score? How many goals does he score this year? Twelve. I would say Maybe. twenty. I don't like this hypothetical. Fuck that dude. All right. Um, I agree with you. Zlatan should win. It should go to Zlatan, but the league will not let it go to Zlatan because they need. LAFC and Vela to fucking win something. Well, the, the goal, yeah, the goal is is LAFC having this big banner year. Yeah, and that 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 storyline is going to be completed one way or the other. All right, uh, Galaxy Two are currently sitting ninth place in the Western Conference with forty five points. 
We have not uh, done enough Galaxy 2 this year. I know. They have one game remaining uh, in order to go to the playoffs. 11th place, 11th place New Mexico has 43 points. What's likely they into the playoffs for the first time in New like Mexico three earlier. years? I think we beat New Mexico earlier this year. That was like one of the first victories, wasn't it? I want It might have been the opening game. Um, no, because I thought they didn't. They start the season slow. We drew with New. Oh, we drew both games with New Mexico. One one uh, at home, and what is it? Two two away, and we got a red card in that match. Um, Adam Saldana. This Saturday is going to be the last game of the year. It's also going to be fan appreciation night. Go out, hang out. Oh, that's go to the stubby. If it, if they're anything like the first time, like the first team fan appreciation night, it's not going to bode well for them. Well, the G two ones they actually stay around and, and autograph stuff and hang out. With the people. Well, but the Galaxy just have a history of losing a fan appreciation well, night. Yeah, that too. That too. Well, we just win and we're in. Win and in. Galaxy are going to make it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, because they always win and they're in win those Gal- in those situations. Galaxy 2. If G2 is anything like the fucking the first team, there's no, no way they win. We're uh, so. we're sending we're sending Janino down. We're sending Pavon down for Galaxy 2. Go out there. He's he's definitely going to be there. Uh no, don't do that. Uh yeah, we'll we'll win. It'll be fine. I mean, even if they draw, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, look, we're going to get in. Don't worry about it. We should get in. Zlatan with the number one selling MLS jersey. Mm. Big dick Does energy is what it's called. No. Yeah. I was surprised. I was, or, sorry, what's the question? I just said, uh, stand back. <laughs> I was surprised Jonathan wasn't uh, wasn't on there. He's not on the whole list. I was really surprised at that. Yeah. I think the only Galaxy players were Zlatan, Alessandrini, and Legette. So it's really, I mean, I mean Legette over Jonathan surprising. That's a, I think that's more of a U.S. thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. I would expect Jonathan to ship more jerseys as, uh, you know, Mexican, like, solid Mexican national team player versus Legit, who's like an well, iffy U.S. Do, men's do national they, team do player. Do they count, like, Huntington Park bootlegs? No, uh, the, so, the knockoff market. The knockoffs, man. The, that black market. You're right. Swap meat market. I forgot so, all about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't, they don't count those. It's, as, a, good, it's yeah. a good point. It's a good point. All right, gentlemen, anything else you guys have to talk about? Um, not that I recall. Thanks to MERS, obviously. for MERS, big up, big up, MERS. Bigs up, big ups to Big Tony for, for doing this uh, all year. All year. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening and, and Yeah, thanks, everybody. I mean, win or, win or lose, we'll be back next week. At least Ed and I, hopefully Tux is here, too. Yeah, I'm really not um, sure. But it'd be nice to have you. We'll wrap the season up and then go into our off-season plans. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so we will be taking a little bit of a break. Yeah, because fucking school, man. School work. If, you, if you're listening to this right now, and you were born on, what's the date today? The 18th? Right? 16th? 16th. If you're born today, and you're, well, you're not, because you would have to, like, you can't get to this part of the podcast in the next 45 minutes. Um, but, like, if your birthday is the 16th of October, you shared with Alan Gordon and Marcelo Sarvas. That's a great fucking that's a day. Great, that's a great birthday. That's an awesome birthday. I, I was I looked, I opened up my Galaxy calendar because uh who is it? Uh Jorge Campos was born yesterday. And so I was like, oh, I haven't looked at my Galaxy birthday calendar in a while. And I saw uh Steve Jolly's birthday was yesterday, of all of all people. And uh and I looked for the next day, I'm like, fucking Gordo and Sarvas. That's beautiful. I love that those two gentlemen are connected in such a way. I I got really sad, actually. I mean, if if I can just spitball about something quickly. I got really sad about something the other day. Um, I was really I was stoned. It was like two in the morning. And, uh, Shocking. 
Yeah, very. Don't, don't judge me. How dare you? <laughs> it's 2019. Look, everybody's everybody's great. Um, like presumably, Benjamin. Presumably, there are Galaxy fans that were brought to the Galaxy specifically because of Zlatan, right? Like Zlatan. Oh, I hear Zlatan's playing for the Galaxy. I'm gonna start following the Galaxy, right? But like, not as bandwagon fans, but as legitimate, diehard, hardcore Galaxy fans. They know Justin Vom Stieg is the backup keeper. You know, they've they've learned everything they can learn, and they read back previous years and all this stuff, and and they they're 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 in. Like they're legitimately in. Season ticket holders, whatever. Go to Galaxy two games. They're legitimately in, but they all started because of Zlatan. So they started in the last year and a half. They entirely missed Alan Gordon. They missed Mike McGee. They missed AJ De La Garza. Like all these people we take for granted. And that's why I try, I genuinely try, like every time I see Kevin Hartman at games, you know, I talk to him and I say like, oh, you know, I watched, I watched some highlights from this game you had where you made, you know, these crazy saves. And I get to talk to him and I, I like actually get to conversate with him about like these things that are huge moments for me that were just, you know, a game he played 15 years ago that he probably barely gives a shit about. Um, but like, I think we all kind of, to a degree, we take some of these things for granted, these memories for granted. And, it, it, and I guess it, it is all to surmise and say, if you don't already follow Galaxy History, at Galaxy underscore history on Twitter. I mean, it's it's all these beautiful little moments that we all lived through and we all got to experience and, you know, I'm great. Mike McGee's goalkeeper game, you know, something that if you just started following now, you get to hear about. But a lot of us were there or a lot of us remember it when it happened. You know, it's it's Robbie Keane and Mike McGee fucking destroying San Jose. In that, that's that, that's right? what I was going to bring up. Yeah. 2012. Like, that's, oh, that we all got to experience those things. AJ, De La, the, the fantastic four backline, Todd Donovan, yeah. Omar Gonzalez, AJ De La Garza, Sean Franklin, like four guys who. We're coming up on ten years since they play since you know they were that core of that back line. And we all got to experience and we all got to live through. But MLS is moving and graduating and developing and evolving to this this new entity where no disrespect, because I, I love my man Sean Franklin, but guys like Sean Franklin are gonna start getting less of a chance. You know, Alan Gordon's Alan Gordon will never happen in Major League Soccer again. Like I, I love him, but someone who is that um We'll say swashbuckling, you know. We'll say that that we'll we'll call him rugged, you know. That that unpolished, someone that unpolished, not really going to pop up in the league, not and not get to have a career like he did, you know. Play for the national team, play at Azteca, where where he got to where he got to be polished, where he got to he got to, to play in the league. I mean, yeah. Number nine, Alan Gordon's a beautiful man. I'm grateful for the time we got with the Alan Gordons and the the Joe Franchinos and the Steve Jollies. You know, I'm I'm thankful for Bill Gaudet's, and and I'm 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 glad we all kind of got to experience the Dimas, the Dimas. Although I will never say that Dima was unpolished. He was the <laughs> best defensive midfielder I've ever seen in my life. Please don't hurt me. Um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm Rafa Garcia's. Rafa Garcia, man, outstanding. Still an outstanding. Uh, you know, just a good human. Yeah. You know, not not necessarily the best defensive midfield. Maybe MLS a little above his level, but goddamn, you never see. Never seen in all my years of the galaxy, never seen someone try as hard as Rafa Garcia in every single minute he ever had on the field. And that's that's going away. So I, I was just I, I, I kind of got a little sad, I, I will admit. And, um, you know, school and Damien being what it is, I'm I'm at such an end that like all the emotional walls are down. But it's I'm I'm, I'm grateful that I got to experience um, players of that level. 
and and guys who were just Mike Randolph, like just awesome dudes who really, really wanted to play soccer and kind of got a shot at it. And we all got to be there for those, you know, their time and their years. And for the people who didn't, hopefully we get to tell you those stories. Josh Wicks. Josh, oh my, Josh Wicks fucking psychopath. <laughs> but we get to tell you, you know, explain some of these memories to you guys and, and go through them. And um, I was hoping you throw out one more. I was like, I wonder if I got, I can pull one more out of me. Um, but yeah, that was it. I was just amusing that over the last last couple of days. I mean, my favorite is Ugo Ihemelu, man. I loved Ugo, man. <laughs> fucking Ugo. Ugo was a man. <coughs> fucking Frank Yallop, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck Frank Yallop. But they missed out on Frank Yallop. They missed out on Alexi Lawless destroying the galaxy. And then, you know, what's the guy's name? What was the asshole's name? Rude Hulett. Missed out, yeah. missed out on Kobe Jones as an assistant coach. Like they, and Kobe know, Jones is one game in charge. Kobe Jones one game in charge. Won a, won a trophy. Yep. On a super classico, but it counts. Um, on a draw. Back when, yeah, it counts. Back when Pete Vianis was beloved, like beloved for whatever his talent level was. Um, it's just, it, it's it's a great club. It's a great club and great history and great memories. And um, if, think, if it, <clears throat> go ahead. I sorry. think we'll go back and look. Oh, I think we're going to go back and look at Pete with fondness again. As as the further we move from his tenure as a part of the front office, I'm al- I'm already revisiting my feelings on Pete Vitus. He was some- just go back and look at that photo of him showing the the Super Classico in front of the Chivas fans. Pete Vitus, and you'll be all right again. Pete Vitus was um, he was out of his depth as general manager. From what I've heard, he was also an asshole about it, which makes the memory a little more difficult. Um, but if you're a Galaxy fan, as a as a player, especially one who's not necessarily the most talented in the world, Pete is kind of what you wanted because he was a he was a Galaxy man through and through. A local kid. He hated he hated all the people you wanted him to hate. He liked all the people you wanted him to like. You know, he he got a job he had no business getting. He was hired by someone who had no business hiring him. Kept him in longer than he needed to and tried to big dick swing because you know, he was in a position he didn't belong in, but, but sounds like uh, some U.S. U.S. Men national team. But people jobs, but as a Galaxy player, like you got, you kind of you do have to respect to a degree. As a former Galaxy player, he got into the job and was like, "We're the Galaxy. Of course, I'm going to throw my dick around." What the fuck? I'm the general manager of the LA Galaxy. Yes, I'm going to throw my dick around in America. He had no business being in that job, and it was it was too big for him. But you know, I probably would have made similar mistakes. I wouldn't have signed Ciani. But I would have made some other mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I think I think it's that time of night. Chris is yeah. just ranting. I think the weed's like taking over his brain. Nah, it's gone. It doesn't work that way. I, I start the show really stoned and then I taper out. Benjamin, where can they find you on the socials, man? You can find me at DT Radio Ben on Tweet Machine. You can email the show, show at riotsquadcast.com. Please go visit our website, riotsquadcast.com. Check out the Patreon page. Check out the t-shirt page. If you want a hat, email me and we'll work something out. That sounds so shady. It does. It's always, <laughs> he's going to cast and couch you if you want a hat. Chris, where can they punch you? <laughs> just, right. ask, just ask the Bruce. <laughs> you don't want to know what he did for his hat. Poor Robert. Andrew's got one, too. <laughs> Uh, it's obvious what Andrew did. At zero. The butt. <laughs> <laughs> at zero cool one thirty eight on just about everything. Oh, Twitter. Man. Good yeah, read. I don't, I don't have time for that. 
Yeah. Un- untapped, whatever it is. Tapped. <laughs> tapped. It's where I post photos of white milfs I've had sex with. It's tapped. All these, the, the cucking, you know, the kids, they talk about the, the cuckolds. Yeah. Ed, where cool. can they find you at? <laughs> they can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at EdTheZombie13. You can find the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Riot Squadcast. Uh, make sure you guys are liking our posts. Make sure you're sharing. Share when you see the the, the episodes posted up. That is goes a long way to helping us get more earballs on the show. Also, if you guys want to leave voicemails, we play voicemails sometimes. If Ben chooses to want to play them, you can leave them at 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-5277. Make sure you leave your name. Try to keep it under a minute. Super fast. Uh, I want to thank Arizona Ange and uh, Ruben Solis. I tweeted out the other day. I was like, oh, Damien fucked up both my PlayStation controllers. I was like, does anybody have a PlayStation controller for sale that I can buy? Both of them sent me a PlayStation controller. So now me and my boy can play some hockey, and I'm going to whoop his fucking monkey ass. And it's uh, don't it's the white one. Don't worry. It's cool. And I'm going to I'm gonna dedicate those wins to you guys. So thank you very much. Oh, if anyone wants to send me a copy of FIFA 20, my cat broke my... FIFA 20 copy. Really? No. Oh, I was like, you got your brand new iPhone. You're fine. Just trying to keep money bags. It's called upgrades, bitch. Oh god, how much a month? Like five dollars extra. Okay. That's not even an answer. <laughs> we'll hopefully talk to you guys next week. Nice to see you, sir. Bye. Bye. Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick, bitch. <laughs>